A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, it was getting a little dicey towards the end there, but, you know, we went ahead and we managed to hold on to it. Despite Gundogan missing a penalty... <laughs> City came through and won 2-1, so that's uh, that's good. Keeps Arsenal away from the top spot again. Ha, 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 ha. See what I was doing there? I was doing a joke because it's a Tottenham podcast. And we played at the same time as Manchester City. And it got a bit hairy at the end and they managed to hold on and won. But the joke is because we don't want Arsenal to win the league. So... That was some funny banter to start this podcast off. First win for Ryan Mason, this season anyway. Well done, lads. Well done, lads. A very on-the-beach type affair. Was expecting maybe a little bit more from Crystal Palace, but their record against us is horrible. They seem to hate playing us. Good win. Decent enough performance, first half especially. Second half, we disappeared a bit. Funny to see a return of 4-4-2, as Billy T said, <laughs> honouring our honoring our country on this historic day with a 4-4-2. Give it, Mason. Somebody, let me have a look. So it was explained to me. What exactly it was. Um, if you're listening, Richie, THFC 46, with the South Africa flag in your name. Out of possession, we press in a 4-4-2. In possession, we still more or less play, play 3-4-3. So, yeah, there you go. Bit of bit of... Bosch wallop football. Nice. Got the job done. I'll be honest, a lot of that second half, I was just watching... Oh, fucking hell. Have I got... And Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Second all-time Premier League goal scorer. What a piece of shit I am. Always whinging about people taking him for granted. <laughs> and that is a that is a clear... Clear example there of Harry Kane being taken for granted by me. So sorry, H. Second now on the all-time Premier League goal storing records. He's done it in a mad amount of games as well. Um, there's so many graphics flying about and now that I'm actually recording this, I can't find them. But 209 games, I'm going to say in about 209 goals in about 330 games. Am I going to say that? Give or take. And I think Rooney got his 208 in about 417 games. 440 odd, I think, for Shearer to get his 260 goals. I didn't actually realise Kane was as close to that. I mean, that's one... If he gets maybe five or six more goals before the end of the season, and he has been known to do that, right? 
If he gets five, six more goals, if he finishes the season on 30 goals, he could have one amazing season next year and break the record. I mean, it would take an amazing season. I understand that. Uh, I mean, let me actually just see the Premier League all-time top scorers. Goals, right. So Alan Shearer, 260 goals. So, I mean, yeah, I know. He's not going to do it in one season, is he? <laughs> Let's be honest. But, well, say he gets... How many games have you got left? We've got four or five. I mean, this is shambles, isn't it? Three games left. Yeah, no, Kane's not getting close to it. It's going to take him two seasons, isn't it? But... He's nearly there. Unless he ends up going to Real Madrid, then we'll see. Then we'll see. But that's mad. It's mad how many goals he scored. Well done, H. Please don't go to another. Because you know what the thing is? It's going to be fucking shit. Is that if he breaks it in a Man United shirt? Or a Chelsea shirt. Those will be the pictures that he'll be immortalised in. As the all-time top, you know, all-time top scorer. They'll have it in the shirt in which, you know, for the club that he did it for. I know people make this argument for playing front foot football. We need to get rid of him. Just nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Got to keep hold of Harry Kane. We have to. Hopefully. If all this, this talk of Nagelsmann and this Jonas Spurs, or whatever he's called, happens, maybe it'll convince him to stay. I don't know. You would imagine, right, that if we're going for somebody like Nagelsmann... Part of the conversation will, from Nagelsmann's side will be, is Harry Kane staying? So, I don't know. Let's keep hold of him. What I was going to say before I started rambling about Harry Kane is, I enjoyed most of the second half just sitting and watching Michael Elise play football. He is absolutely astoundingly good. I don't know where we play him, but I'd absolutely love us to have him because he's fucking amazing. You feel like he will be another player that goes to Man City, though, right? At some point, he's got that kind of... He feels like he's he's that level of good. Absolutely brilliant player. 21 years old. One of the best, most mature performances on the pitch. Absolutely ran the show for them. Made Zaha look silly. I mean, Zaha's a good player. I'd still have Zaha, probably. If I do think he's going to end up at Arsenal. I, I think I saw some rumour. He's always been a big Arsenal fan or something when he was a kid. I know footballers aren't really fans of clubs anymore. and That stuff is kind of a bit of a misnomer. But you could sort of see Zaha at, at Arsenal. Mostly because he's a player that just loses his head all the time, isn't he? 
You saw it today. I mean, Fraser Forster getting booked for what? Zaha was like starting on him. It's really bizarre. bizarre. Some of the refereeing at the moment is is very, very strange. It's very, very strange. But I know this isn't a popular opinion, but I'm happy that we won that. And I will happily, happily have Tottenham playing in the Europa Conference League next year. Hopefully we finish in the... So, top four, obviously, Champions League. Fifth and sixth place is Europa League, right? Seventh place, Europa Conference League. I think that's what it is. Unless Brighton have a horrific end to the season, I can't imagine we'll be finishing above them. Villa, Villa, we still have to play, so that will probably be the play. I think they lost today, actually. Aston Villa, uh, Aston Villa lost to Wolves today. Next week we play Aston Villa. I would imagine that is going to be the playoff for Europa Conference League. I mean, you can't discount Brentford; they might still come and do a job against us. And they're in the they're in the sort of uh, with a outside shout for going for that as well but I want Spurs to be in Europe I always do I think we need to know how to play any top club needs to have a squad capable of playing midweek and on the weekends to juggle competitions they just have to and I also think any manager we bring in will want us to be playing in Europe as well it's just European football is just key to everything right it's it's key to getting a good squad rotation it's key to uh, players that wouldn't ordinarily get minutes getting minutes especially in something like the conference league where you would imagine it would be a heavily rotated side in the dead rubber and as I was saying on the preview pod, which you can listen to if you subscribe via the Buy Me A Coffee website. The thought of Spurs being in a European Cup final. Hot summer evening. Everyone's been on the beers all day. It's great. Winning the Europa Conference League would still be massive. Bigger than winning a, a, a League Cup. I still reckon it's about on par with winning an FA Cup. When you get to the business end of the competition, it'll be it'll be fantastic. It'll be brilliant and no one would be complaining if we got there and we won it. Whether or not we win it is another matter. I, I appreciate that entirely. But it just, you feel good, right? You feel good when Tottenham win games. It feels good seeing Tottenham win today. It was fucking heartbreaking seeing that loss to Liverpool the other week after the fight back. And it would have been heartbreaking if we lost to United. I know people kind of got a bit cross with Mason for going going defensive after he drew level against United, but I I kind of felt like it was the right move at the time. Spurs were looking pretty exposed. We'd committed so much going forwards. You know, I liked it. I think Mason had another good good day today. It was quite interesting to see him play this four four two. It's 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 funny how antiquated it seems. All of a sudden, just to see a team play four four two, but it's a big rock, big rock of English football that is. So we can't be turning our noses up at it. Um, 
especially not on the day of our king's coronation. Interesting. I, I, for anybody at the game, I feel for you because that's that's going to be a nightmarish journey home. I would imagine. I imagine it was a nightmarish journey to get in to uh, to see to see the game as well. But good crowd, people in good voice. It's just good to see Tottenham win games, right? It's good for Tottenham to keep winning games, and if that means we play in Europa Conference League, then so be it. It's another competition for us to try and win. That's all you got to think about. You know, Liverpool got 99 points and lost one game and still didn't win the Premier League. You cannot sacrifice other competitions in the hope that we win the Premier League. Winning the Premier League is borderline impossible now. Manchester City being Manchester City. Newcastle will be another Manchester City before long. There's every chance that Chelsea will be great again next season. There's, you know, there's just... Uh, we're not that team. We're at the moment, right now, we are not that team that can think we can turn our noses up at the Europa Conference League because we want to try and focus on winning the Premier League or, or whatever. Because that's generally the argument, right? It's a distraction from the league. Ah, man. We're not there. Like... We're fighting to finish seventh this year. I'm sure if we're holding on to Harry Kane, he would rather as well that we were playing European football than not. It's just good to play in Europe. I know the com- I know the competition, the early stages are crap, but the latter stages, let's have a look now. Let's see, I mean, I know West Ham are in it. So we can say, oh, shit team's in there. But it's decent, right? Look. The, the final stages of it, we got Basel, Fiorentina, Aza Dolkmar, and there, that's it. But before then, you've had Nice in there, Anderlecht, Lech Poznan, Ghent. It, it's very Europa League. But it, again, it is. it feels winnable. It feels really winnable. And whether or not we do that, I know, but still. I... Uh, I fuck it. I just, I just think we should go for it. I think we should try and win the Europa Conference League. You know, I can only say it so many times, but I, I do think we should try and win it. Um, let's have a look at the, let's have a look at the player ratings. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, Fraser Forster. Good performance. It's good to have him in goal. He's 
yeah, I think he's 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 handy. He's not going to be our goalkeeper long term, is he? But you know, whilst whilst Larice is out, whilst we find somebody else, while we find out who our next manager is going to be, he's a decent goalkeeper. Um, he's solid enough. I think he made a good save from Elise. He's good with his feet. I just think the team feels more relaxed, more composed with him between the sticks. Shame that Hugo Lloris' last game ever for Tottenham probably is going to be him having played um, in that demolition at Newcastle, but it is what it is. I still wouldn't be overly surprised if we gave him a new contract in summer. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that is going to happen. I'm just saying I wouldn't be overly surprised if if, if that did happen. Ben Davis, solid, steady Eddie. Didn't really get forwards too much, um, but I think that allowed Son a bit more freedom. He wasn't having this kind of awkward overlap like he does have with Perisic. Was interesting to see Perisic drop today. I think he's been brilliant, really. For all, Despite all my moaning, I think he's been brilliant ever since Conte has gone. But he's, yeah, I guess that formation, that 4-4-2, they felt wouldn't really suit him. And they wanted to keep Son there for that more attacking left-wing role. So I guess that's where Davis's steady presence defensively came to the fore. Good performance. I'm glad he's back. I don't know when his contract is up at Tottenham, but if it's soon, give him a new one. Clement Longley, solid enough performance today. I didn't really see what happened. Did he do his shoulder in or something like that? I'm, I'm not 100%. Talk of us signing him permanently seems to have gone cold. Who knows if you know if he was going to be a Conte signing or not. I don't really know. Or if he's maybe just not really keen on the idea of signing for Tottenham. No idea. I, I really, really couldn't tell you. But decent enough performance today. Hopefully we won't be signing him permanently. I don't really think there's... Anything that exciting or that good about him is uh, he just seems to be on a par with Dyer, Davis, Sanchez. Yeah, I know they've all got their ups and their downs and Clement Longley hasn't been responsible for any massive errors, but dependent on how much he costs, I don't know. I just it just it's not it's not very exciting to me, but maybe it would be a solid and smart acquisition if it's for cheap, I, I have seen the figure, something pretty mad, like 11 million euros flying around. So I guess if it is as cheap as that, maybe fair enough. Christian Romero, I think he must have heard me talking about potentially selling him. Because his head was screwed on today. He was absolutely solid at the back. It was brilliant. I think on the on the stream I was watching, he got man in the match. Um that's, I think, from Fubo, Fubo Sports, which I believe is a Canadian channel. It's quite good. They don't have all the preamble and stuff before the game. It's just about 15 minutes before the match. You just have the inside stadium, no chat from commentators or anything like that. And it just builds up the ambience. One might say you could actually go to a game and experience that. But, you know, for all those that can't or don't want to, then try and find a Fubo Sports stream 
in a legal way, of course. Get like NordVPN or whatever. No, I'm not actually going to give them any. They can pay me before I start giving them any props. Emerson Royale, good to have him back. Didn't think I'd hear myself saying that, eh? But was good to have him back. He was solid, again, like Ben Davis, solid defensively, did a job. And with this this formation, Poro playing in front of him, made sense, right? Made, made total sense. Him and Son, a good performance, I thought, in that position. I thought he played well. I thought he created a few opportunities. I thought he was dangerous for Palace. Absolute mare missing that one-on-one -on -one opportunity. I mean, what a what a pass from Romero, I think it was. What a touch from Sonny to bring it down, to run through, to make himself that angle, and then just to do so little with it. That Sam Johnston in their goal is, I, th I believe we were linked with him at some point from Derby County. And we we just didn't get it done, evidently. But he looked all right. He looked like quite a good keeper, I thought. Oh, big pardon. Um, Good keeper. Sonny should have done better there, really, let's be honest. But didn't matter in the end even though it really could have done. So we would have been lamenting that if if Palace had a comeback and equalised. Or those that don't want Europa Conference League might have been happy, celebrate. Maybe Son doesn't want Europa Conference League. Maybe all my chat about every all the top players want to be in it. Maybe they don't. Maybe Sonny doesn't want to be in that. And that's why he missed that on purpose. You know, you got to think about these things. When you're a, when you're a free thinker, and you look outside the box, right? You can start to ponder these things. Pierre Mahoybier. An alright game for him today, I thought, actually. Thought he, funnily enough, I thought he progressed the ball quite nicely on several occasions. Went on these like funny little like forward runs that he does have in his locker from time to time. He's got this sort of decent enough dribbling ability, which is it, I do find it quite interesting when he when he goes on those runs. Um, he did that one. Oh Jesus, I'm sorry. My cats keep waking me up really early at the moment because it's so light in the mornings. I'm not sleeping much. Um. He had that one run when he he really went straight through the heart of the Palace team, passed it out to Kane for that one-two, and then absolutely skied it over the bar, which was unfortunate. But it was well played by him. Um, I thought he was okay today, yeah. I, I had nothing to complain about with him. Oliver Skip, decent enough performance. I thought he looked a little headless chicken at times. Oh, sorry for the distasteful joke. Just after he's suffered a head injury, while he's wearing that big bit of sellotape, masking tape around his head, that injured footballers do have to do. It's obviously quite a nasty one, right? Blood pouring down his face, stud in the head. 
And Diogo Jota goes on to win the game for Liverpool. Not that I'm bitter about it still. But yeah, good performance from Skippy. I don't know why, you know, Saar doesn't get rotated in more. Maybe we're protecting him a bit. I'm not so sure, but I would like to see a bit more of Saar, you know. Eve Basuma back on the bench as well, which is promising. It's good. I'm I'm excited to see Eve Basuma come back into the fold under a manager that isn't Antonio Conte. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can actually do for Tottenham. So that's one to look forward to for next season, hopefully, unless, you know, hopefully we don't sell him in the summer or something. Again, man, come on. This is terrible. I've got to stop doing this, sorry. Pedro Porro. Fantastic delivery for Kane's goal. Did seem to be provide a threat pretty constantly. I think his decision-making is poor, if I'm brutally honest. Quite a lot of the time, anyway. Not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time. Um... I have that conflicted feeling with him where there's a part of me that really likes the fact that he is up for having a shot, that he wants to score goals, that he wants to get involved in that in that sort of end of things. Um, but sometimes he doesn't look for the better options and I guess that is either going to result in goals like he scored against Manchester United last week or it's going to end in him kind of skying the ball over when you have a bemused Son and Kane in front of him. I'm going to be interested to see what Porro can do under a, under a better manager. Or at least, well, you know, under a manager that is getting the team to play to some sort of proper pattern or identity that isn't just defend. Um... But my my feelings on him are lukewarm. I just feel my knee jerk reaction on it is I feel he's a bit Sergio Reguilón. Like I find I find the the symmetry between the pair of them actually quite quite amusing. Really, two very talented players in their own right, but two players that just it's just decision making. It's decision making. That's that's kind of what I'll come back to. Harry Kane, record breaker, most headed goals in a Premier League season, now has 26 goals in the Premier League, like I said at the top, he could well finish the season, I'm going to back him to finish the season on 30, obviously a bit short of Ricky's Harry Kane 35 prediction. But the man has had a phenomenal season nonetheless. Hopefully, hopefully the game against Brentford. I saw a tweet earlier that was saying I can't f- get around the fact that the Brentford game might be the last time we see Harry Kane in a Tottenham shirt at our stadium. And that's quite that's quite sickening, really. Um, hopefully, that won't be the case. I still am of the opinion that he's more important to Tottenham. He's more, he's worth more to Spurs, even if he goes on a free transfer. I've seen it argued either way. I mean, 
it may be one thing if we're if we're seeing somebody offer us 70 80 million pounds for him this summer let's say 80 million pounds that's a difficult conversation but if somebody's offering us 40 or 50 because he's only got a year left on his contract i honestly don't see what the point of that is for tottenham i really don't like champions league qualification will make us more than that having harry kane is just good for the team he just he's our best ever player you know you don't need to be in a rush to sell him it's already on monday it will be 4 years monday marks the 4th anniversary of the game away at the Amsterdam Arena. Is it Johan Cruyff Arena? Against Ajax. Four years. Life evaporates, man. Like, Harry Kane will be gone in a blink of an eye. And we'll never get to see him play for Tottenham again. Just don't wish him away. You know, I just keep coming back to this point. Don't, don't wish him away. Richarlison. Decent performance. He does what he does well, you know. Harry's the opposition players. Makes it uncomfortable for their defence. He's got a lot of, you know, bullish energy in him. He would have been offside, but that one-on-one that he missed was not great. Needs to get a bit more clinical with that sort of thing. But I'm excited about what the future holds to Richarlison at Tottenham. I do feel like he can be one of our one of our main men. I just think this season has been a bit of a funk for him and for everybody, right? But we've got three games left. Villa away, Brentford at home, Leeds away. They're all winnable games, really. Let's just see what we can do. It would be nice. It would be nice to see a few surprise appearances before the end of the season. It would be nice to see a divine cameo, maybe a Mundle cameo. Let's not rush Don Lee, but he looks eerily like Harry Kane, right? For anybody that's seen any of his finishes or anything like that in the youth teams, eerily like Harry Kane. As Kendall Roy says in succession, the latest episode, big shoes, big, big shoes, big shoes, big shoes. Donnelly's a child, so, you know, we have to temper expectations on that kind of thing. But it's promising to see the sort of talent that we have coming through. Under 17 Premier League Cup. Under 18 Premier League Cup as well. There's obviously talent there. If we can get a manager in that can galvanise that, that can provide a clear pathway to these young players, we're not going to have more things. like. I mean, it's always a potential that this is going to happen, but you'd like to see less of the non-Imadawake type situations happening. And I think... The fans, we play our part in this as well. Just making my case to the Europa Conference League, but I think turning our nose up at things like that, 
turning our nose up at the idea of playing young players you know clamoring for those big money signings and such I'd like to see as Brighton don't make big money signings right but Brighton are on course to finish maybe even fifth in the Premier League an unbelievably well run club and one might say well we're still going to we can still finish above them or we still generally do finish above them but imagine Brighton with Harry Kane for example If we can get somebody in that can spend money wisely, that knows how to find that top top talent for a decent price, incorporate some of our own youth, because we ain't look and uh, we ain't gonna do a Man City, we ain't gonna do a Chelsea or uh, even a Newcastle when they start dropping the cash. And that is going to happen. They've already spent a lot of money. They have done. They're spending it smart. They are spending a lot, but they are spending quite smartly. Yeah, given given their dues. But Spurs now look. We, there's not going to be a there's not going to be a quick route back to the top again. You know, we do have to rebuild, and I think we need to shelve our convictions on you know price tags and where we're buying players from and who we're buying. It's just. Hope that we can find somebody that we can entrust to sign well, create that pathway for young players from the academy teams to come up to the first team and just get a bit of identity back, get a, get a tight-knit group of players who want to win, they want to be successful for the club that they believe that that can be possible if they pull together and if they all try their hardest. Because the the one of the most, I guess, biggest characteristics of this season at Tottenham has been just this sense that the players feel that they can't get there, that they can't achieve that. And I think having a manager like Antonio Conte off the back of having Jose Mourinho it's going to do that to a group of players. It's going to make them feel probably quite worthless and quite useless. But you've seen already, Ryan Mason, a rookie. <laughs> An absolute rookie has come in three games and already the team looks better. You know, it's not perfect. I'm not saying it's barnstorming. I'm not saying it's amazing, but it looks better. People seem to be believing again. They seem to be giving a bit more of a shit. So, if it's Nagelsmann, if it's company, if it's whoever, we just don't want more of the same of this season next year, right? Come on, Tottenham. Do something right for once. But yeah, that's the end. That's the end for today. Um, Please do send in your questions, voice notes, or just written emails to tetrunk at gmail.com or just send me a, a DM on Twitter and I'll, I'll endeavour to get back to your answer or play your questions in one of the pods that I will be putting on the Buy Me A Coffee website, buymeacoffee.com dash tetrunk. We'll have a preview pod and then I'll be putting on other pods and stuff like that throughout the uh, 
throughout the course of time. There's a short script that I've recently written that I will hopefully get made at some point. I need to find some people who want to work on it, find some money, some time, all those things. Um, but I put that on there. There's just random little bits and pieces that I'll, I'll put behind the paywall from time to time. So yeah, sign up, jump in, get involved. I'll start putting out more and more content over the summer. I'm going to try and do a few video things and stuff like that over time. Flesh out the offering. If uh, if you're a fan of films and you're a fan of hearing me do podcasts, listen to BYOB, Bring Your Own Blockbuster Podcast, where myself and Ben Haynes talk about everybody's kind of favourite films, a DVD collection of films from yesteryear, how we found watching them at the time, how we found watching them on a rewatch. It's nice, it's good, it's fun. It's a bit of an escape from Spurs. But uh, yeah, to everybody that is already signed up to the Buy Me Coffee website, thank you very much. If not, and you don't want to, fine, great. But please do like the podcast. Please leave a rating and a review on your chosen podcast platform. Share the pods. Far and wide, get the buzz out. Say to everybody, listen to this melt talking about Spurs after games. He makes jokes about Man City being the team we support. Ha ha ha, lol lol, banter. Anyway, bye 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 bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.